to Modern Art is Rubbish. Episode number 82. Are you all right, Tom? You are, Tom. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Thanks, Marcus. It's I, nice to see you. I went back to the future yesterday. Oh. Did you, did you, I didn't tell you about it. It was really good. I went to the um, that show, the show Back to the Future in London, the musical. So you went to, what, in a future time or in a past time? No, in a, in a yesterday time I went back <laughs> yeah. to the future and it was of the musical of the movie. It, the art direction was very good. They recreated all the things from the movie, like the car. The car was really good when it went back to DeLorean. the future. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. And... Um, so, oh, you don't mind. You hate spoiler alerts, don't you? Like spoiler. You hate people that say spoiler alert. Spoiler I like, alert. I like Chuck Berry. Yeah, Chuck Berry. They did. They played um, Johnny Be Good. Excellent. Chuck Berry wasn't in it, but he would have been like yeah. Bone. He would have been like Rattly Bone Man, wouldn't he? Because he's dead. Oh right. Oh, Is yeah. that where you become Rattly Bone Man? Is when he dead? Talking? Yeah, probably. Yeah, he he's is. either dead or in prison, isn't he? Well, yeah, he had a. Didn't he have um, like? cameras in his toilets of his restaurant wasn't that allegedly uh there's a lot of he he committed a lot of crimes for a rock musician but he did progress the uh well no, that doesn't make it obvious or the just as well you progressed the history of music <laughs> along massively and you're a massively important part of the history of music therefore i'm laying you off yeah. i don't think that works in, in the world. i can't believe i just thought that or said that on the mic so naughty Chuck Berry, but the musical was excellent, really good. And the person who played Doc was was like uh, the murderer from Hostel Two. He was like a sadistic torture man in in the movie Hostel Two. Okay. And he was, but he's really good, really good, and the whole thing was really good. Yeah, good, good, excellent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Modern art is rubbish. <laughs> Modern musicals are great, though. Right, so Tom, got a few uh, stories. I've got one about someone who's found a uh, painting before, so he found a sketch in their flat. Um, the uh, also, I've got about the Banksy. Another Banksy story. I'm sorry, it's got another Banksy story. Oh, isn't everyone out there getting pissed off with Banksy? Yeah, yeah. Wow. We just want to know who you are, so we can hold you to account, sir. It's not. Um, Chuck Berry. It's not Chuck Berry, is it? It's not really so, Yeah. No, it's not really him, is it? <laughs> That's one thing we know it's not. Yeah, and what else? What else? I'm getting all confused because I'm in the studio again, having been away for so long. Um, also, the main thing, uh, a story about music and art, how art influences music and how music influences art. Okay. Yeah, it's a double. It's a double... Double thing. Double whammy bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, double whammy bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a good whammy bar in that musical last night. On his, he had a Gibson with a Bixby whammy bar, in case anyone knows what a Bixby whammy bar is. Yeah, I guess a lot of people will. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. What's happened to me? What's happened to me? <laughs> yeah. What is happening? <laughs> I have gone back. My brain's gone back to the some other future. Back to another dimension. Yeah, well, this, we are currently live in the future. 
because we are here now today speaking to the future aren't we? yeah, yeah and that's this, this will yeah. be like broadcast yeah. like a uh, future time so we are currently in the future which is weird <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is we mustn't touch anything i've trodden a leaf <laughs> and i've flapped a butterfly's wings I don't know. You can. I don't know. Does that work the same if you actually physically flap a butterfly's wings? Yeah. In the chaos theory. Well, I don't know, man. Well, should we? Are we allowed to test it? What would the doc say or the guy from that? Uh... He said, "Don't do anything." And then he goes, "Spoiler alert here." But I think most people in the movie. He, he Spoiler said, alert! Because <laughs> in the movie, he um, in the movie Michael J. Fox's character Marty lets him know and says, uh, "There's Libyan terrorists going to shoot you, so just be careful." And he puts on a uh, oh a vest, yeah, a vest. But in art, in in the show I went to see last night, it was a radioactive thing. He put on a radioactive vest. Bloody Libyan te- terrorists! Is that like Gaddafi or something? Yeah, it was at the time, but I think Libyan terrorists are less trendy now, aren't they? Oh, They're right, not the yeah. main kind of thing anymore so they, they they switched it for watch out he switched it for giving him a message of watch out for the plutonium oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah which is a bit more you know people don't get upset it's plutonium's far less device well it isn't far less device if i'm saying like yeah plutonium's fine instead <laughs> That's pretty critically charged. And yeah, I... watch, watch out for Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Full of charged irons. <laughs> Greta Thunberg. Right. So the first one Albrecht Durer. Right, uh, basically, this is like uh, someone who's uh, the one of those times where people go in and buy a cheap piece of artwork and it turns out to be worth a, a lot of money. It was a story from last November that we didn't talk about. Basically, Albrecht Dürer, the artist, he, he lived from about 1471 to 1528. And uh, someone was in Massachusetts and they visited a uh, house clearance of uh, an architect, Jean-Paul Carlain, who, uh, who previously lived there. And he saw an old drawing. He thought, oh, can I uh, have a look at that old drawing? He said, how much that's going for? I said, 30, $30. And, uh, you know, because basically when they asked the, the daughters who were selling it, and they said, uh, oh, oh, you know, can I get, the, can I have that uh, that uh, drawing? So they said, what drawing? They said, oh, uh, the, uh, oh, you mean the Dura, in inverted commas, because they thought basically this paint, this sketch was just, a kind of like a, a reproduction done in the t- sort of 19th century. So yeah. it looked old, but it wasn't that old. It now turns out that it may actually be a real Jura. So this bloke's bought it for 30 quid and it could be worth millions. Nice. Yeah, but imagine that. So they've sold it on and it's worth millions. Oh, do we have to whisper when we yeah. talk about large amounts of money? Millions. Millions, but if you say one p, you say it loudly. <laughs> yes, some millions, and he's already got one hundred thousand dollars, one hundred thousand dollars in advance because the people who is arranging for the sale are so convinced it's real they've already given him that cash. All oh, right, probably yeah. non-returnable as well. So nice, and this. 
there's a nice little artwork that apparently was a sketch. Why they think it is uh, worth this much is apparently it's a preliminary sketch for a famous uh, watercolour by him called The Virgin Among the Multitude of Animals. It's quite an interesting sketch. It looks a bit kind of like illustri illustrative and it's... Uh, Basically, if you look at the picture, it's got lots going on, lots of animals and trees and there's a house in the distance and there's like lovely clouds and looks like there's a holy star in the sky. And uh, Mary in the centre, Mary's holding the uh, little baby Jesus. Is any woman with a baby called Mary, is that how it works? Pretty much going back, it seems to be. I don't know if anyone else, any other... Yeah. babies i mean there is there are other ones of mothering babies there are a lot of other mothers and babies in art but a lot of them are called mary yeah if you if you were to say what's the likelihood is a baby and mum picture mum and baby picture it's more likely to be mary 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 of nazareth mary yeah mary mother of jesus <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so Jesus, Jesus is, uh, I mean, Mary's looking at Jesus, but Jesus is not really interested. And he, I mean, considering he's surrounded by all these interesting animals, he's looking on at his dad and his dad's he's pointing at Joseph and Joseph's in the background. And this is why it's called, you know, as I said, the virgin among the multitude of animals. Joseph's actually having a talk with a stalk, one of, I suppose, one of God's stalks. And um, they're actually surrounded. I don't know if you can see this because uh, it's quite a bad print I've given you. Actually. Yeah, no, I can see it. Yeah. But if you look next to in the front, there's a stump. And in that tree stump, there's two owls. And the two owls represent the forces of darkness. And they look a bit forlorn. They're skulking sort of like in that hollow tree stump. Perhaps they're quite upset because Jesus has been born. You can imagine they're quite peed off. Because if they're forces of darkness and Jesus has just been born, he's going to... They're going, oh, no. Yeah, they'll be like, yeah, what about me? <laughs> We're having <laughs> me, such a good... me, 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 me. <laughs> We're having such a good time until <laughs> Jesus arrived. Oh, no. And, you know, even in the front, there's... I mean, you wouldn't think, oh, it's just like a fox. He's looking a bit... I like foxes, personally, but there's a chained fox there, and that represents evil. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it represents evil chaining up a fox. Anyone who wants to chain a fox is not... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know... Also represents a fox, doesn't it? Yeah. So maybe it just represents a fox, and everyone's put on this interpretation. Yeah. Well, that's what you. That's what is what we do, isn't it? With all these pictures. Well, yeah, because it's only ever. I mean, there's no actual definitive unless you can get Jura on the radio on the podcast. Maybe we could. Yeah, that was. I uh, put the fox there as representing a magical fox. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jura. We we prefer the uh, evil, the darkness and evil of the world. <laughs> Shut up with your magical fox. <laughs> uh, it's a magical fox, honestly. That's why it's got a chain. <laughs> Just shut up, Jura. <laughs> How do they get in there? They get chained, don't they? That's not fair. Well, I don't want a chain around my neck. <laughs> no. I don't know why that is fair. Anyway. <laughs> so... Banksy, Banksy, we Banksy. let us talk about Banksy. Now, a man has appeared in court 
and received a 14-month suspended prison sentence for trying to destroy a famous Banksy work. And apparently that Banksy work was valued at £500,000. Basically, it was due to be taken away from a town in which it was created to be sold. And in November, the man broke into the uh, building housing the work. And apparently he had the intention of spraying the work so it would not leave his town. Hey. Which is, well, you know, if you never want something to leave, you spray them with... If you've got yeah, like a friend... Well, it's not a Banksy once it's moved. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, Banksy didn't ask permission to go and paint on it. He was doing uh, the council a favour. Yeah. Clearing off the graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a nice garage and everything. And I mean, the that's that picture. I mean, he did it in 2018, didn't it? It's sort of like a one side, it's on the side of a garage and one side, you know, there's an image of like a dumpster uh, on the uh, on fire and it's sending ash into the air. And then you've got that young boy on the other side. He's got his arms outstretched, thinking, it was Christmas. It's, we're having a baby. It's Christmas. And he's uh, like got his tongue out and he's like trying to catch what he thinks is snow, but yeah. it's ash. So it's like licking a ashtray. Yeah. That's ruined his Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. So, so he's like, but he didn't actually deface the work. He got caught and sent down for yeah. crimes against Banksy. Well, yeah, I mean, apparently he said it's the only thing in Port Talbot and they're taking it away. Well, you see, Banksy's got the law behind him now, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that so, the, the judge was saying, well, you know, I know that, but someone sold it and it is their Didn't property. he used to get in trouble years ago for his graffiti? Well, yeah, I still think he... It's a real. I love it because that's part of his art statement, isn't it? The you know. The, yeah, but it's come full circle now with this. Yeah. Yeah. He's now the establishment. He's the oh. he is the establishment graffiti artist. Oh, I don't think he'd like us to speak that way of him. No, but it's like it's true, isn't it? Yeah. You everything gets absorbed by the art world eventually. It yeah, well, it's all money, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Money. Money. <laughs> Million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's uh, that's our Banksy bit out of the thing. We have we haven't mentioned Brexit, Jr. Banksy section. <laughs> we haven't mentioned uh, Trump, Brexit, or Jr. Chuo since. Yeah, but we have now. Yeah. Yeah, so that's ticked all the main boxes of every show. Yeah, do we still have to mention uh, Trump? Because he's, he's Yeah, been no, no, no. He's been banned from Twitter. Are we keeping yeah. him alive on yeah. Night is Rubbish? Yeah, let's stop it. No more. I will never mention the word T anymore. Yeah, but I mean, he has been banned from everywhere, so maybe we should we should be his mouthpiece. Yeah, but he's never, he's got nothing to say about art. Except that the fact that he owned a fake, a Renoir that he said was real and it wasn't, it was fake. Because the real one's hanging in another gallery. He'd, he'd say something like, is it made of gold? <laughs> <laughs> if what it's made of gold, we'll have four of them. <laughs> All right, Donald, sorry, Donald. What are you doing here, Joseph? What are you doing here, Jura? Piss <laughs> off and paint your foxes. Yeah. Your magical foxes. Make them of gold. <laughs> don't, bring in, don't bring in Jesus' dad into it. <laughs> <laughs> right, so on to the main topic, which is. Oh, influencing music. And um, 
basically it's quite interesting because there was a story which you sent to me actually about a it was just like a BBC art news story about a Bedford art club that was held in a cafe or bed uh, that was you know like they're holding art lessons in a cafe one night and the idea was uh, about music being played while uh, participants create mu- create art um so they could be playing like rock music or electric music and asking people to listen to the music and then just make whatever art they want yeah. in response I find that's a nice way to focus on something creative, do it, it to music. It is really nice, but sometimes I've had I've been in situations where the people put on music in the background and it's a bit rubbish and you don't want to say, I'm sorry, I think this music's rubbish. Your modern music is rubbish. Yeah. We nearly did. You nearly did. The, <laughs> you nearly did the modern art. Music is rubbish. <sighs> you didn't quite fall into that little yeah. little trap I set for you there. Yeah. So um, I, I listen to music all the time. Um, interestingly, I was listening to uh, a lot of famous artists do that as well. Uh, I I remember. I couldn't actually find this on the internet, but I remember reading about Warhol. There was a thing that someone said that Warhol used to listen to like pop music, well, 60s pop music, so it was quite cool, you know, and and then uh, to do a lot of his work. And then when people came around to the factory to visit, he'd suddenly just put on a bit of classical, looks a bit more cultured. Oh, right. Oh, that's how funny. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I find, uh, yeah, I listen to loads of music when I'm doing it because it just stops you stops you in a critic or listen to podcasts if I want to do oh, music that's interesting yeah it stops you in a critic yeah that's the thing because there's always that thing just going you're, you're shit you're <laughs> shit you're <laughs> shit don't listen to this song you're <laughs> shit you're shit <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a lot of beeps <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean famously if you're talking about uh, artists that were uh, influenced uh, by. I just want to do the inner critic music. Yeah. <laughs> your shit, your shit, your shit. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, carry on. Uh, again, you know, you've got artists like Jackson Pollock, obviously, you know, with his famous drip paintings. Now, he was famously would listen to a lot of jazz. And if you look at his drip paintings, you know, the splatter, it's got a kind of rhythm to it. A lot of his, one of them, and even the title of one of his works is called Autumn Rhythm, which is, you know, you, 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 I haven't got a, uh, a printout to give you of it, but it's, you know, you can imagine it's yeah. those drip paintings, it's long, and it's got a definite, it looks like freeform jazz. Yeah. In some ways. And uh, interestingly enough, there's another one, which is one of my favourite ones, um, which is called Broadway Boogie Woogie. Now, it's fired by the artist Pierre Mondrian. Now, Mondrian famously did all the sort of like coloured squares. If you'd recognise his paintings, and it's used a lot on things like uh, uh, in a lot of design uh, stuff like I think uh, famously like one a hair care product used this kind of like his grids with his colours you know like he'd have a coloured red square and a, a black a, a, sorry, a red square and a yellow square all on the same canvas with lines Mondrian because you're worth it <laughs> now this one Broadway Boogie Woogie, basically uh, to flee to flee uh, the Europe, he came. He went to um, New York, and what he's done in 1943. It's one of his uh, later p- 
paintings. He did, he was influenced by the you know the streets, the grid formation of the streets of New York, and the fact that jazz was a very still a very popular me, uh, uh, form of music in, in the forties. And if you look at this painting, I mean, it, it looks almost like it's like a sort of like a grid. It looks a bit like it's done on a an early computer, like a Commodore sixty four. Yeah, and it's got lots of grids of music, and it's got red and blue squares and large squares, and it looks almost like a musical score. But it's actually New York City. Well, it's New York City with a thing, but you could actually, I think, you could translate that and play. If you've got someone musical, they could look at that and they could actually work out what it sounds like, because it does have a. It, it's a grid yeah. system with lots of different coloured squares on it and stuff. And again, obviously, yeah, I'll put also, it on the website. It would help you find your way to the station, wouldn't it? Well, she said, well, yeah. I, well, I don't, I don't know, know. It's you, like a map, isn't it? You could get very lost with that. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> but I, do you know what I like is it does, when you look at it, it dances. It, you know, if you look at this painting, it's... This is what I really like. It does have rhythm and it moves and your eye moves all over the canvas and you're looking at all the different squares. And yeah, imagine I just can't get it out of my head that it's based on New York. So all I'm seeing is cars driving up and down. Well, yeah. it's Yes. Well, I don't know. But, how you know, it's... they've got the windows wound down. They're listening yeah. to Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, no, Bohemian. <laughs> <laughs> Not bo no, Boogie Woogie, I think. Yeah, so that's... Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, Broadway Boogie Rugby. That's Pierre Mondrian. Uh, I'll, uh, you know, as I said, I'll put a link on the site, Tom, so people can see it. Yeah. It's a pretty cool looking... I really like that painting. It's one of my favourite. Yeah, It's, no, it's, it's, it's cool. in my top 100 paintings. I was imagining the red and the blue, because yeah. you know, like on maps, you have mm. heights of hills mm. with, mm. like, sort of colouring. Yeah, yeah. I was imagining, like, the red or the blue ones are tall towers... Yeah, I don't they're know. They're like it's... higher. Yeah, they had quite a lot of tall towers in the forties, didn't they? They were still uh, yeah tall buildings. Hooray for tall buildings! <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They, are they? For, see, I like it. Are they for tall buildings? Good yeah. question. Yeah, and do they come with uh, a starlight atop them? Yeah, and like in our alluding to our last episode of the man Daniel the starlight just sat on top of the uh, pillar all his life. Of course he did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was like a sort of a sort of Osama bin Laden of the past. Well, no, he wasn't. He didn't order <laughs> thing. He ordered wisdom and niceness and kindness. It was nothing right, like yeah. Osama bin Laden of the past. <laughs> 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 what? How dare you besperge Daniel the Style? Like well, I've got this New York City map with towers now. We're talking about oh, no. towers in it. Oh, no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> now, a short advertisement break. How do you get your hair so clean, Mondrian? I just wash and condition. And then I go to the art studio. Because I'm worth it. So, just head over to modernartisrubbish.com and subscribe to our email list to get your free artwork and to be updated on the latest Modern Art is Rubbish news. Right. So, interesting enough, art, music influences art, but flip it around, art influences music as well. Yeah. So... Looking at the one that I've sent you, right, on, on your computer. 
Tom? On my yeah. iPhone? Yeah. Now, this is a painting by Frida Kahlo. It was done in 1954. Actually, funny enough, just before she died. Now, Frida Kahlo, fa uh, famously, she, was, uh, she suffered uh, quite badly after she had an accident which basically just ruined her spine. She was involved in a tram accident that completely ruined her and also she suffered from polio as well so she's got a lot of problems going on and six days before she died she was bedridden for a lot of a, a lot of time because she was in so much pain uh, after the accident and she did this painting and it's a painting of water of sliced watermelons and there's in the front segment there's a, it has the words viva la vida inscribed on it and the melons represent the richness that I think for me, they represent the richness of life and the fleeting nature of life as well. Because obviously melons are only ripe for so long and then they're good for compost as life. Oh, she would have loved Instagram, wouldn't she? Yeah. Why well, she would have. She oh, would have yeah. Viva la vida. It's, uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Well, no, it would have gone, I'm sure. Frida Kahlo does. I mean, she's one of the most, they, they did a review of the top ten most famous artists and she's the only woman artist that appears on the list who who that when you say they 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 oh right yeah the yeah. they's the they's the they's i don't know who they is but they did yeah. a there was a survey that was put out all right by yeah. some like art magazine or a newspaper yeah a media and probably people. asked people and they and Frida Kahlo was the only one who came on top of it on on the uh, in the top 10 so yeah. she would have definitely been doing who it was yourself. like number 1 um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Leonardo da Vinci, and then you've got obviously Van Gogh in there. You've got Rembrandt. You've got oh, I can't remember the other ones. Probably Banksy's probably in there now. Possibly. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm. <laughs> so we've become a negative. Banksy oh no, 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 no. We won't. We'll we'll we'll, we'll go Banksy positive again. No, like, but he did them them t-shirts, didn't he? That was annoying. Well, oh no, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, mm. I think that was that was when he, he suddenly went dark when he said, "Oh, he, he was selling t-shirts to buy a drink for the people who got arrested for pulling down the statue." Yeah. Oh, it's is there a diabetic alarm yeah, going just off? Check. But, um, yeah, it's all right. That's all right. That's good. Okay. So, viva la vida, long live life. That means, Paul. Paul. Paul, you're not Paul, you're Tom. Oh, I'm called you the old standing, by the name of the old standing Modern Nights Rubbish presenter. Yeah. Well, at least he's not selling T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've mentioned Banksy now, I'm going to mention Coldplay, because Viva La Vida is also the, the name of a Coldplay album and single of the same name. Okay. And basically, in the interview, Chris Martin said she went through a lot of pain. And of course, then she started a big painting in the house that said Viva La Vida. And he said he loved the boldness of it. And that was what influenced the, the sort of like the name and the idea of uh, behind, not, not necessarily the lyrics behind the song, but the, it influenced him to create the Viva La Vida song. Was that Coldplay? Yeah. I oh, know. Yeah, but a lot so of they're almost like as annoying as Banksy. Oh, I know, but you know, I'm sorry, Coldplay. Oh, like, I know, like I... they're good enough. Banksy and Coldplay, are excellent musicians and artists. Yeah. But, I mean, they I are like... annoying. 
Well, annoyingly good, maybe. Yeah, well, I like their early stuff, and that's what you're supposed to say. Everyone say you, if you you can say you like the early Coldplay stuff. Nah, no, you well, can't. you know they're all they're all going to be good, aren't they? I mean, yeah. I've heard Coldplay; yeah. they're really good. Now, the thing is, is when you look at their when you look at the actual album imagery, they used uh, another painting by Eugene Delacroix, and it's called Liberty Leaving Leading the People. It's done in 1830. And that was actually. Are you looking at it there? Yeah, during no, so during the Is during that one? yes during the <laughs> revolution of eighteen thirty. So you've got in that. I mean, it's a very famous painting. It's a painting of liberty uh, leading the people. So you've got her. Yeah, there. liberty with her boobs out. Yeah, I know. Well, that's oh, maybe that's how she gets them to lead. I don't know. Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> that's George Michael. <laughs> yeah. <there>. No, <laughs> so. Yeah, so it's a really famous, and Lady Liberty is leaving the, I don't know if it's the same Liberty, Lady Liberty is the one in Statue of Liberty, probably is. Oh, right, yes, yeah. she's got her uh, arm in the yeah, air, yeah. like the so, Statue of Liberty. So the thing is, is uh, that's just for, depicts a revolution, really interesting history painting, but that's the imagery that they used in their album. So if people are looking at going, where are the watermelons? Where are the watermelons? It's They were influenced by the... Frida Kahlo, but then they end up using that anyway. All right, yeah, but I mean, you know, you can have Wait, different, look, you can steal stuff from loads of places. To, can't yeah, you? to be honest, they looked a bit. It was a bit of a naff thing. They had like all torn, like kind of like uniforms, didn't they? And they painted all over their pianos for that album, Coldplay. Oh, did they? They yeah. kind of looked a bit like they're from straight from the set of Les Misérables. Yeah, that was kind of like their Misérables phase. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit mainstream to like be really cool, isn't it? Coldplay, yeah, it's just a bit too mainstream, too like polished and clean. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, look, you know, look well, at this studio. This is not <laughs> polished and clean. No, nothing in life is that polished and clean as a Coldplay except album, except for except for <laughs> Modern Art is Rubbish podcast productions. <laughs> we have no <laughs> swearing. <laughs> oh, how much sense those can take ages to censor you. <laughs> and finally the final painting I've sung it so I don't have to sing the exact tune here oh, is it Coldplay again? no it's not it's Don oh. McLean Vincent Starry Night based on Vincent yeah. the song Don Mc by Don McLean was based on the painting influenced by the painting The Starry Night Painted yeah, by well, Van Gogh in 1889. Is he saying he looked at the painting and wrote the song, or he just like used the painting as inspiration for the words? Well, the song is about, you know, I think it's kind of about the tortured and misunderstood genius that Vincent Van Gogh was. That's the kind of song, and it opens with the line "Starry, starry night." So, yeah, and then he goes on to describe the. The, the picture he did. And now, basically, it, it was famously painted when uh, Van Gogh cut his ear off and said, I think I better go into, uh, like, a, a mental, what was called then, an asylum. And like, an, an asylum. An asylum. My million pounds. <laughs> I love Starry Night. I know. It, I think it has its... I think it's a great painting. Yeah, I do. I I think it is. There is a reason why that painting is so famous, because it's very, very good. 
Yeah, well, it's, it's very dreamy, isn't it? I dream of, yeah. We just take a moment to just take in the starry night. Yeah. And so ends our podcast, Tom. Do you feel relaxed? Uh, do you feel refreshed? Um, yeah, I think we should uh, we should carry on and uh, keep podcasting into the next century. Yes, I think we should continue to put out content for free for people to listen to. Yeah, and where can people? find our catalogue of podcasts this might this is my little quiz for you um is it spotify or apple yes they can do that on apple and also if they could uh, if we could ask you to leave a review that would be fantastic a five star review much appreciated a- amazon google as well yes um, all, all the all the tech all people. of them i heart radio iHeartRadio, yeah. Yeah, there, all this other stuff as well. And what about where are the images? What's the website? I'm testing you, Tom. Um, Modernartisrubbish.com. Brilliant. What about... Oh, I want to... Carl, you, this is not fair. You know I love a test. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what about... What about... I want to email Modern Art is Rubbish. Where would you go? What would you do? Who would you email? Um, on your phone? No, no, come on. What no, would you've you... got that email on your phone, surely. Yeah. What's the email address, though? Oh, the email address. So you go to your email app and or your messaging app and send a message to info at modernitisrubbish.com. Yes, correct. Right, and for the final one, do we have other social media accounts? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Instagram. We like Instagram at the moment. Okay, so, Tom... Well done for the, your uh, quiz, and um, it's just goodbyes. Ta-ra, Chuck. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>